You are now listening to the Sons of Swanee Sportscast. Somebody say oh my and give them dog six. What's up, sons? Welcome in to another episode of the Sons of Swanee Sports Cast. Hunter Abercrombie along the way with my man TJ Vickers. Vic, what up, dog? Well, at least you had the Ryder Cup this weekend. Bone in the USA, son. It went as good as it could have gone. I mean, there was no drama. There was no nervousness. It was just a thrashing of epic proportions. And if anything, there was maybe lessening drama between Brooks Keppa and... And, and Bryce DeChambeau? and DeChambeau, yeah, even yeah, had a little man. bro hug there. That's right. I mean, that's what the Ryder Cup does. I'm serious, man. The Ryder Cup may be my favorite athletic event. It is awesome. It's it was on, an electric crowd. It's on the bucket list to attend a Ryder Cup. God bless. If they ever came to TPC Sawgrass, I would be there. But, yeah, man, I mean, the first two days were good because Poulter took some butt whippings in the team competition, even though Sergio won. But then on Sunday, Sergio took his whipping in singles, even though Poulter won. And so – both of them still got their wins because that's what they apparently do in the Ryder Cup. But, you know, they can play like crap the rest of the year, but they get to the Ryder Cup and all of a sudden they don't miss anything. <laughs> but they still took some butt kickings this weekend. I liked it. Yeah, I was uh, I was, I was happy for you. I, uh, was, I mean, it's the only thing I got going for me right now. Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays have not been working in our favor these last some, couple of weeks. I need some goodness in my life. So yeah, thank God so. for the Steve Stricker and the U.S. Ryder Cup yes, team. Th- thank you, Ryder Cup. That's right. Making, making my, my buddy, my, my good friend Hunter happy a little bit. That's right. Hey, this week's episode of the Sons of Swanee is brought to you by Cannon Turf Solutions. So if you're looking for some sod or anything like that, give our man Jason Cannon a call. Hit us up on Facebook. We'll send out his number. I don't know if he wants us to post that. Like, you know, eh, out to the masses yet, but hey, yeah, we cool. can hook you up with some turf if That's you a need gray it. area. Yeah, we'll, we'll avoid that. From our man, Jay Cannon. Vic, do the people at this point, I mean, they got to know where to find us, right? They got to. But if you don't know, Facebook, <laughs> just Twitter, in case. just uh, search Sons of Swanee Sportscast and you'll find us. Get, download our podcast anywhere you get your podcast, whether that's Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, anything like that. Just, just find us. Just search Sons of Swanee Sportscast again, and you'll be able to find us. Give us a follow, rate, review, five stars only. And, yep, that's that's all it. Yeah, man. So, I mean, now that we've got the fun, I mean, like, we're sitting here laughing, but um, I guess we're laughing to hide the tears. I don't know what else to say because, yeah. you know, um, things have, have not been going our way. So, Friday night, the dogs traveled, traveled over to Bradford County to start Bradford County. And did what, you know, we've been doing. We turn it over six times. Um, you know, we don't get a lot going offensively, and the result ends up being a 33-12 to 12 win for the previously 1-3 and three Bradford Tornadoes. Yeah, and, you know, the, the record really didn't quite tell the whole story with Bradford. They had faced some very good teams, and certainly we're, we're a very capable team. And they, they put it on us pretty good. That Titletown High School kid from, uh, yeah. if you've watched the Netflix show, Titletown High, that's the quarterback that's actually now with Bradford and had a pretty good game from what it looked like. I was in Jacksonville with my wife enjoying our four-year anniversary uh, with a nice little beach getaway. And you, I get a text message from you 
Mm -hmm. and something to the effect of we're not playing very good, basically. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing no, a little I mean, bit. No, I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to lie because, and again, I, I don't want people to think it's nothing personal when we say this, um, and, but it's just the truth. I'm not, you know, not going to come in here and try to sugarcoat it other than to say we're not very good right now. I mean, it didn't say we're not playing very good. We're just not very good. Yeah, just not very good. Um, right. on, in any phase, um, you know, I think certainly the offense has put our defense in some terrible spots. But right now, I just think we're, I think we're domed up mentally. I think it's in our head a little bit. And um, there's only one way out of that. You can't, you know, uh, feel your way through that. you got to, I think, attack your way out of that a little bit and just kind of develop some mental toughness, some physical toughness, and – I don't know, move some guys around, do some things different, and see what shakes out because 11 turnovers the last two two games, I don't, oh care if, I don't care if upper room, sisters of the poor Christians on your schedule next, you do that, you don't have a good chance to win a football game. No, and what's that old saying? You always want a possession to end in a kick, whether for better or for worse, yeah. you know, and right now that's, that's not the case, yeah. unfortunately, for us a lot, but didn't sound like it was a very good game. Like you said, six total turnovers, four fumbles, and two interceptions. Saw a little bit of both of the quarterbacks more so than how these last few games have been a very heavy lean towards Cody Lang with Bronson Tillson playing just a little bit here and there almost as a change of pace look. But both guys got a lot more equal split time this past Friday night. It'll be interesting to see what Coach Hall and the coaching staff comes up with this Friday with a very another another very good oh, yeah coming in in Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah. And so we're going to get into an interview later with um, Coach Rufus Jefferson, the inside linebackers coach for Hawthorne, whose son also is the quarterback for Hawthorne. And I've watched a little bit, a little bit of film I can find on them. They're sporty. I mean, they are athletic and they are long. And I mean, we're going to have to come ready to play. And I don't know. I mean, I think it's just kind of at this point, you're back to the drawing board and we, we start over because I feel like maybe – I don't know. At 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 one on one side, I don't feel this way, but on the other side, I do. I'm like, did we just overrate ourselves early? In, did we overrate the team early in the year based off of last year and the guys coming back, um, or are we a better team than we're showing? But there again, you are what your record and your stats say you are. Yeah. And so right now, we're just not a very good football team, and we've got to find a way out of it. We got to find a way to get some offense going because we still. We just don't have an identity on offense, and it's just it's just not very good. We can't sustain anything, and I don't know that there's one segment group to blame, but we've got to we've got to get better play out of the quarterbacks. We just do. Now, is that due? I haven't been there in two weeks, so is that due to offensive line not performing up to expectations? Is it due to receivers not doing? I don't know, but I'm just telling you, we have got to find a way to get some stuff sustained some drives offensively and that's interesting that you said that hunter talking about sustaining drives that's something i really hadn't thought about until you worded it like that even whenever the offense is going it's very short drives mm -hmm. uh, a couple a couple weeks ago whenever we were playing i think we didn't have a drive that resulted in a touchdown longer than six plays or four plays something like that where it, it's it's big hitting plays and, and we got the talent to do that but like you said we got to start sustaining drives to give this defense a little bit of a break to yeah. get some rest get some water on the sideline and right now it's just well, not working it's our just favor. like we can't handle any success. So the other night you're listening and we get a safety to go up two to nothing. So we get the safety. They have to kick back to us, which is obviously going to give us feel, good field position, and it did. And then two plays later we fumble and they scoop it and score it. It's like we can't handle success. I mean, I hate to say it, it's almost Florida State-esque right now oh offen offensively. Ooh. It's almost that because it's just we cannot – 
sustain anything and get any kind of momentum going, especially early in games. Mm-hmm. This game, we didn't get anything going, period. Right. But it's like we get across, and I mean, I read, and Coach Hall's absolutely right, we get across the 50, and it's like we go the other direction. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what the answer is. I don't have the answer. Um, I'm certainly hoping the coaches do. But, I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's just we got to get have some guys make some plays. I just don't know how else to say it. We gotta, we've got to get better play on the offensive side of the football. And you look at the schedule outside the Paxson game. Oh boy, we got it's we not, got ourselves. It's, it's uh, going to be tough. We got man. some doozies coming up here. And it's Hawthorne, be really tough. Honestly, I, the little bit that you've seen of Hawthorne, and, and I've seen a little bit of it as well. They kind of remind me of Bradford, the way that they try to use their quarterback and have a a, a, a bunch of receivers and deploy those guys yeah. out there and just allow the quarterback to make those plays and facilitate out there to the receivers. So. This past Friday didn't work out in our favor, and we got another opponent that's very similar to what Bradford does coming to the doghouse this Friday night in Hawthorne. Yeah, except the quarterback's better. Um, yeah, exactly. He's a lefty, and, I mean, he, he looks the part, and, and he throws is pretty. I mean, it looks the part. Now, if we can create some pressure on him and things like that, but, you know, I ride by practice today, and Travis McKinney's going to be out with a groin. I see him on the mm-hmm. sidelines. He says he's out Friday night. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know if Hawthorne's listening, and I just gave away the injury report. <laughs> but – you know, so we're gonna have to have some guys step up, but that's that's got to be the mentality. It's got to be next man up, and we got to have some guys make some play. I keep coming back to it, but I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. No, um, you're right, hundred percent. We did do a better job controlling the ground game a little bit this week. I don't think Bradford ran for more than right over a hundred yards, I believe it was. So it was yeah, one hundred six rushing yards. Yeah, so it wasn't the three hundred yards we gave up the week before, but we still got to shore some things up on defense. Um, but I'm not nearly as concerned about that side of the ball as I am offensively. I just don't know who we are offensively right now, and I don't know that we have any answers at this point. I hope we find them, but I just don't know if we have yet. Yeah, we're running out of time, Hunter, so we got we got to figure something out. There's no doubt. And like I said, I mean, when, when Hawthorne comes to town Friday night, you know, it's a 1A team, but as you'll hear in our interview, I mean, they're not playing a lot of guys both ways like a lot nope. of 1A schools, so this isn't going to be a Dixie County scenario. And um, we're going to have to find a way to contain Tyler Jefferson uh, with his legs while also, you know, dealing with some receivers who look really athletic, Absolutely. really tall. And um, it is certainly going to be a challenge. And so they're 4-0. and Every game they've scored more points. And, and I think Tyler Jefferson's only played two games. And so in right. those games they've scored 48 and 52. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, it's certainly going to be a, a great challenge for the Bulldogs this Friday night. But we are back in the doghouse. So we got that going for us. And um, – you know, then so I'd love to see us get some confidence going this week because then next week you travel to Madison, and yeah. so you certainly don't want to go to Madison on a three-game losing streak, mm-hmm. especially considering they just beat a previously undefeated Florida High team last Friday night. Wow, that would have been a fun game to go to. Yes, yes, two very quality quality. Opponents. When Madison, you know, you think you know, you kind of feel like so. Two weeks ago, you were feeling pretty good. You're two and zero. They've lost two already this yeah. year, and so I told someone a couple weeks ago, this is the year we beat Madison. And I am <laughs> regretting saying that now because, yeah. unfortunately, right now the the boys aren't aren't playing well. And the for, thing is, I mean, potential. it's you know that's the thing. You know, it's there. It's not like it's not right. in. We have the ability to play well. We just haven't. And that that makes it even more frustrating, in my opinion. But the there there again, that opens up another question. Who's the guy? Who's the leader to? take charge, just take the room, players only meeting, whatever you want to call it, and just say, hey, this crap's ending. Yep. We're not doing this anymore. And I don't know who that guy is because, you know, I mean, it, it's fine to be – you're going to have some guy who are lead by example. They're not rah-rah. And I'm not saying you got to be rah-rah, but you got to have 
a dude. You know what I mean? You look back at the great Swanee teams we've had over the last few years, the good or great Swanee teams. They had that guy mm-hmm. who was just going to step up and say, okay, this crap's over with. We're mm-hmm. not doing this anymore. And I could name them from 2013 forward. You can name that guy on the team. And I wonder who that – I think it's Andrew Brown on the I defense. Would, yeah, yeah. on guesses. But. but Andrew Brown doesn't play offense. So okay. somebody's got to be that guy on offense. Mm-hmm. Who is it? I don't know. I don't know right now. We gotta find our way, but seven thirty, pack the doghouse. Let's get this losing streak out of the way, and let's get good vibes going into the Madison game. Yeah, man. But we got our interview this week with Coach Rufus Jefferson. He and I date back to our Union County days, whenever he was the basketball coach and also on the coaching staff for the football team as well. Done a lot of interviews with Rufus, but certainly enjoyed this one, and we'll go ahead and get into that interview now. Joining us this week for the interview on Sons of Swanee is Coach Rufus Jefferson. He is the inside linebackers coach for the Hawthorne Hornets and the father to their quarterback, Tyler Jefferson. Coach, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, guys. No problem. Thank you for having me. Well, Coach, just to maybe get the Swanee fans a little bit better of an idea of, of what the Hornets roster looks like this year, break down a little bit of what, what your roster is like and, and who, who should we look out for this Friday night. Be honest with you, I mean, we got a team full of uh, young talent. I mean, a lot of people think that God, think that um, it's just like one one dimensional. Be honest with you, we got guys all over, over the field from our receivers to running backs, uh, not only just quarterbacks as well as the defense and uh, defensive line, and linebackers, and linebackers and DBs. So, be honest with you, I mean, there, there's if I, I just see out one kid, be honest with you, I'll be robbing a whole lot of other kids. <laughs> Gotcha. So, I mean, it's just, we're just talented all the way across. And think about it, we're just so young, man. And the kids, they're um, great kids, and they're and they really learning the game and they're hungry for the game. That's what makes it easier better, and it makes it a lot easier to coach these type of kids. Well, Coach, looking at your schedule, you guys have gotten off to a really good start, and it looks like each game, the offense, you know you've scored more each game than you did the one before. What um what segment group has impressed you the most this year? Would it be the offense? Would it be the defense? Or is there a particular – segment group in particular that has really shined for you guys um honestly the, the defense the defense has really been um been playing lights out um with these uh, these past a uh, couple of games now even starting out with the season they they, they really they're really impressive you know starting up front with the defensive line and you got some linebackers that's really hungry and some head hunters uh flying around for the ball as well as a uh, young um defensive backfield i mean i think you got a couple of seniors back there but for the most part, yeah, the defense uh, definitely in the beginning, but now uh, in the last couple of games, the offense has really caught up because we the past two games I think we've averaged like fifty points the last two games, so uh, they they really caught up and um, really caught up with the defense. Now we, it's more so of a balance. Now it's, it's just who who go out of play, and I guess get the most uh, most reps on on Friday night. Who's going to determine who's going to be the best out of the two? To me, to be honest with you, because. Uh, in the beginning, uh, Tyler actually he he missed the first game, the kickoff class and the first regular season game because he uh with COVID protocols and things like that. So the Newberry game was his, actually his first uh first first game. Was his first game? I think yes, I think that was his first game. But I mean, everybody else mid season stride four games, but he's only got three games under his belt. But he he's starting to come around and really pick up on Coach Ingram's offense and uh pick up the speed because he's um, really haven't played football but prior to the uh, the first game in about a year because he uh, got his knee cleaned up and he missed the spring. So he's just trying to get back into the rhythm of things and everybody learning a new system and, and a new, with a new team and everybody just really kind of cultivating it and coming together and, and it's a whole uh, better unit now, offensively and defense, 
which overall makes a better team, not just one side of the, uh, you know, say offensive side, or defense side. It's, we're, we're better as a whole team. We got a few guys going both ways, and that don't come off the field. So it, that that plays a big role in uh, everything as well. Well, coach, just from looking at the film, what what have you seen from this twenty team that that kind of stands out for for you? Yeah, I, I like. Be honest with you, the the first immediate stand, thing stands out. Uh, for me, is their defense. I mean, it's one they got a really good defense. They're really good after the ball, and I really love that uh, middle linebacker, number eleven. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's a headhunter. He can play for me <laughs> any any day of the week. I I really don't know his name, but I just know his number. And, and every time, you know, one film on the defense side of the ball. Uh, at the end of the play, he if he's not on the tackle, he's within two or three feet of the tackle. He's around the ball the whole time, and that, that's really impressive for me. And uh, defense and everybody just really fly around, you know, and play hard, and and that's gonna that's gonna uh, be very good on Friday night with our offense and their defense. That's gonna that's gonna be a great matchup to me. I mean, that that, that was really stands out to me. Well, coach, we know a lot of times, and and I don't know if you guys are like this or not, but when you when you talk about schools that are one A, obviously the population of the schools a lot smaller, and so do you have a lot of guys that have to play both ways, or is it a little more balanced where you know you have eleven on one side, eleven on the other? Uh, using your typical one A program, yeah, you do have a lot of guys that um, that play both ways. We don't have very many couple skill guys, maybe receivers and DBs that can go uh, flip flop back and forth for the most part. A couple of defensive linemen, offensive linemen. Uh, but maybe not like your your, your typical one uh, A school for the simple fact you know when you have those those small numbers. But your offense is your defense, you know. And you you not very many guys come in and out, uh, except maybe a kicker or a quarterback or here or there. I mean, but when you you have the success like uh, we've had the past year or two, you you get more guys to come out. When you get more guys to come out, then you get more numbers. You get more numbers than less uh, less duty, double duty for certain guys. So um, for this, it hasn't been really that bad. I mean, because we got some guys that can pretty much go, you know, on both sides of the ball. And I mean, but and 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 we don't have got one guy to start on one side that really starts on the other. Maybe maybe a lineman here or there. I mean, but they do once they, you know, as the game progresses, you know, kids get a little winded or what have you, you know, they might uh, substitute in here to give them a breather on, on one side or the other. But for them playing the whole game on both sides, yeah, we don't really have that. Well, Coach, my, my co-host Hunter and I, on Friday nights, we say go Bulldogs. On Sunday, we say go Jaguars. But on Saturdays, we disagree. I'm a Gator fan, and he's a Seminole. And your son has been a frequent visitor of his Seminoles here recently. Can you just talk a little bit about his recruitment? And, and as a father, what do you help him in this process? You know, Do you let him just kind of do his thing? Or what, what's your involvement, I guess, with his recruitment? And the involvement and the crew, to be honest with you, he, he's he's on top of that a lot. I mean, he he uh, really studied coaches and uh, studied their, their their program and and how they run the offense and how they develop their quarterbacks. And uh, he, be honest with you, through this process, he he's uh, enlightened me and, and and educated me on a few things and uh, a few few uh, programs. But he he kind of like Novell. And when he was at Memphis, he kind of studied him and stuff. And uh, when he came to Florida State, then he got the offer. But, yeah, he um, – the, the main thing, you know, I, I tell him, you know, that uh, with his uh, recruiting process, first of all, but the school, not only just football, because I thought he could only play football for so long, you know what I'm saying? Make sure that that's the place that they're going to have your degree, you know, and and, and going to guarantee you uh, that you're going to graduate within four to five years. 
And uh, not only that, then the system. I mean, make sure there's the system that you can thrive in and you can sell in the system that works for you. You know, he's a dual threat guy. He can run the ball as well as pass the ball. A lot of think, people think because he run the ball that uh, that's his biggest asset. But me, you know, never seeing him with his training with Denny Thompson out of Jacksonville, I mean, his arm probably is his biggest asset. But, I mean, he, he can get out of a certain situation with his legs when he have to. So I told him just, just make sure the system that he he uh, he picked you know, and I'm, I'm not going to make the decision for him. I mean, I, his mom will help guide him to that point. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be his decision. So I don't want him to go nowhere. And I don't really encourage him to, oh, I like this. He asks him all the time, but I never give him that answer. For the simple fact, I don't want him to lean towards where he think I want him to go. Because at the end of the day, I want that to be his decision. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to help him with that. But. I mean, if it, if it's a good decision and it works for him, then he can say, "Well, I, I made that decision." But if it don't work out, I, I don't want him to say, "Well, the only reason I went there because you wanted me to, or my mom wanted me to go to." I want that to be your decision. So, in that, in that process, he he do a lot of studying and I start a lot, a lot of um, studying the uh, the coaches and the just uh, the offensive coordinators and quarterback coaches how they develop their guys and how the system works. So he he's been doing a pretty good job in that. I just kept pretty much lead lead to him and really just pray and trust God that you know what I'm saying he just lead him in the right direction. Well coach we certainly appreciate you joining us and taking a little bit of time out of your practice and we'll see you at the doghouse this Friday with the seven thirty kickoff. That'll work, sir. Thank you, sir. You guys take care. All right, thanks, you do coach. the same. Thank you. Thank you, Coach Jefferson, for spending a little time with us. You heard a couple whistles in the background, so he's out there actually at practice whenever he talked to us. So we certainly appreciate him taking some time out of his busy schedule to talk a little bit about his team and what he's seen from these Bulldogs on film so far. Hunter, you were actually at the Florida State game this I past was, week, I right? was. Yes, sir, I was. It was my birthday on Saturday, so me and the wife and our two boys, um, we left the little tornado at home. And we went over there to Tallahassee, and that was the boys' first Florida State game, so we had a good time. Well, good. Anything else? Oh, yeah. I mean, I can tell you this. You know, people, and this is just my opinion again, and we talk about it a lot. Mike Norvell's not the problem. Number one, if you go out there and watch the game, we are small. We don't match up physically. No. I mean, we are not very big. And so there's that part of it. But then there are plays to be made. We're just not capable of making it. Number one, the offensive line is not good and the receivers might be worse. And so when you have that and you have Mackenzie Milton who is on one leg, God bless him, he's trying. But he sacked himself twice just trying to yeah, – it just fell. I mean, because, you know, I mean – Couldn't even blame that one on a well, turf I mean, monster. You know, like I said, I mean, the they threw the quote up there when he came in the game that first time. Like the doctor said, I had to come see it, you know, to believe it because I mean, this right. – Nobody comes back from this. Oh. And so God bless him, but he's not – what he was I mean not not even anything close and so when you have those elements and then you give up 31 in the first half which that that's ridiculous too because we played so well in the second half defensively now it's the question is can you carry it over because it's just baby steps and I saw yesterday Mike Norvell gave an impassioned kind of speech and Mm -hmm. I like it and I like Mike Norvell and I think if you give this guy time you know, it's going to turn. He's got a good chance to turn around. I'm not saying he is the guy, but I think he's got a great chance to be the guy. And if Florida State fans will remember, five years ago we were calling for Leonard Hamilton's job, and look at him. You know, now you're. I wish to, I would have done that. You're wanting to name the court after him, and yeah. so I mean, you know, you these things do take time, and I know in today's world with football, that's not how things work. But they played. I will say that Florida State played hard the entire game. There was no quit. 
there was genuine, I mean, there's enthusiasm. They want to do well. It's just a matter of we don't have the Jimmys and Joes right now, right. man. I mean, you got to get these cats in there. And the if we can keep this class together, they're coming, and they're probably going to play early, especially yeah. the receivers yeah. and the O-linemen. Because yeah. we suck. I would have Travis Hunter going both ways as soon as he gets the Oh, my God. No campus. doubt. No doubt. He's ridiculous. Those stat lines he posted on, in high school every single weekend. Oh, my gosh. gosh. It's, it's a nuts, the, what he does. But they, yeah. might, they, might make, they might build his statue and put it next to Bobby's before he ever plays a game. Yeah. Go ahead I mean, and get <laughs> – If he shows up on campus after this, I mean, God bless him. He, he's going to get all that NIL money. There if, ain't no if, doubt. I will sponsor – Stepping Stones Preschool is going to sponsor Travis Hunter. Here's 50 bucks, Travis. Thank right. you. Right. You don't have to say anything. Yeah. You don't even have to promote us. <laughs> That's I mean, that would be cool. I mean, even yeah, as a Florida fan, I'd be like, oh, yeah, Travis Hunter, give us a little shout-out. That's I'm right. I'm here for it. I like it. I'm here for it. <laughs> well, yeah, unfortunately right now his record is worse than Willie Taggart's through it is. however many games but it's, he's, it's, he's been there, I'm there, just telling you, there's a difference. It feels and different. If you want to have the discussion, I'll have the discussion with you because I'm just telling you it's it's different. It's, it's apples and oranges, man. Just the – but, again, I'm not going to rehash it, but it is what it is. Um, took the L. Got a great chance to get one of your two or three wins you're going to get this weekend against Syracuse because they're awful too. And so, yeah, <laughs> it'll be a great time at 3.30. A terrible off. This, it'll be this, a terrible off. Saturday, there is yeah. no doubt. We're favored at home. That a boy. Yes, sir. That was a three and a half, I three think and I half saw. points. Yeah. Take the Knowles. Take the Knowles and the points on that take, one, guys. Take the over. Or take, yes, sir. Take the over. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Take the over on that one. Yeah, man, but on the way back, so we left Tallahassee, and I got to listen to the uh, Crocs on Sirius XM. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to say is I really appreciated, because there were some people who commented on Facebook and wished me a happy birthday and even said, you know, oh, I'm a Gator fan, but I'll hope for the Knowles to get a win for you for your birthday, and I appreciate that. But I just hope they know that I will in no way ever be able to repay that because there's not a scenario where I would wish for Florida to win at anything ever, no matter whose birthday it is or anything like that. So thank you all very much, but just know it will never be reciprocated. Yeah, I, I figured that would be what, what you would say. Sorry about and it. I wouldn't go that far to, to wish a, a Florida State victory for Sorry your birthday. Sorry about it. So. When, when I think I've said it on here before. When Jordan Roberts signed to play softball at Florida yep. and Sam McMillan signed to play baseball, I told them both, I hope you hit 450 with 30 home runs and your team goes 0-50. Yeah. Eh, it just is what it is. You were such a great athletic director. <laughs> it just is what it is. Love you guys. <laughs> but, you know, the Bama hangover is is real, but Florida was able to overcome that. You listened to yeah. it on the radio. You I said, did, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, Tennessee moved the ball in the first half. They did. Um, Had a couple big plays. Uh, yeah. You know, it was a, a third and eight 50-yard touchdown screen where, you know, hey, make a tackle. It's it, You get him the fourth down. Then another guy missed somewhere. If, you, if he makes that tackle, it's just a first and ten, but he missed the tackle again. Mm-hmm. And, Next thing you know, it was 47 yards, and they actually had the lead at one point in time. Yeah, they, yeah. they had a big shot play down the left side, uh, pretty bad eye yeah. discipline by, by the safety. Mordecai. By your guy Mordecai. Mordecai. Yeah, what a great name. Mordecai, yeah. Mordecai McDaniel. Yeah. His, uh, his play has not lived up to his name so far right <laughs> now, but he's young. A lot of those secondary guys, they are very young. So I think you should put in that linebacker y'all signed, Chief. Chief Borders, yeah. Chief Borders, man, yeah. what a great name we got, for a linebacker. We got a on our team as well. I don't yeah. know how to say his last name, so I'm not even going to attempt yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome. But, but I will say, when I was listening on the radio, the guy on SiriusXM or whatever it was, he he said at halftime, he said, you know, yeah, this it's very close. It feels like Florida, though, you know, is going to put their foot down right here mm-hmm. and and do what's and what's going to happen is going to happen, and and that's what ended up happening. So yeah, it was a little bit of a slow start, but thirty-eight fourteen was the so, overall victory. But this weekend, y'all have the interesting game. This yeah. is the one I'm kind. I'm very interested to see this weekend. I think y'all are going to win because I think y'all are playing well. But this is 
Kentucky's undefeated. Yeah, Kentucky's undefeated. They actually have a quarterback that can throw a forward uh-huh. pass, which isn't really they something got that, the, that Kentucky's used to doing. The transfer from Nebraska, Wandale Robinson. Yeah. So he's a playmaker. And so is 7 o'clock kickoff? 6 o'clock, yeah. 6 o'clock I'm kickoff. I'm going to be at a wedding, but I'm going to make sure my phone is good and charged. Where In Lexington. I'm just going to sneak off and, and watch it on my phone and stream it that way. Mark Stoops, baby. You know, me. I actually got married on the Kentucky game four years ago, actually. And... We were. It was my wife and I, of course, and we were going down to Orlando right after that. So we got a hotel in Lake City. We got married in Lake City. So we got a hotel right there close to the interstate. And I'm still fully in my outfit. She's fully in her wedding dress. And so I'm driving. So we were listening to the game. And that was the game where... Which one was that? Oh, that was a quarantine touchdown in the corner where just no one was guarding oh, Freddie yeah. Swain. And we were losing that whole game. And... I looked at my wife and I said, I love you. This is the happiest day of my life. But I swear to God, if Florida loses Kentucky, this day has just been nullified. I'm surprised by a couple of First of all, I don't know if you know this, but Freddie Swain played for North Marion, came up here. Yeah. Aaron McAllister held Freddie Swain to two catches for 14 yards in a high school game. Man. True story. And now he's making long touchdowns yes, in the NFL. Yes, he is in the NFL. But what I was going to say is I'm surprised because my rule when I got engaged was I told my wife, we can't get married in deer season. That was. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you got married – there on, were, on a Florida football weekend. Yeah, there I'm were, surprised you allowed that. Whenever we had, uh, we see who uh, we, we, we had, see we had, who had a tough. We had, we, we had, we had, oh, yeah, obviously, I have no problem in saying that. <laughs> uh, we have we had a tough time finding a venue, and the venue that we ended up going with, there was only like two days available for uh-huh. the rest of the year, and so we're like, all right, we'll take it, and didn't really think much about it, but we were just happy to have that. But we're in the parking lot, <clears throat> and. They finally get that touchdown, and so I have my suitcase with me. Like I said, we're still fully, like, wettinged up, and we do, like, a little chest bump in the parking lot, and people are, are outside, and they're just very confused. <laughs> what is happening? Bride and groom are chest bumping each other, first of all, and screaming and making a bunch of noise. <laughs> so it was it was a glorious day. It's something I'll never forget. I mean, obviously, it's my wedding day, so I hope yeah. I would never forget that anyways, but... Man, that Kentucky game is just always the craziest game of the year. Yeah. And with it being in Lexington, it makes it that much worse. First road start for Emory as well. That's going to be another thing to monitor where he's had the the friendly confines of the swamp helping him. Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. That was road game versus USF. But that really wasn't much yeah, of a road game. That was, that that was more 60 That's going to be a little different. Of, you know, Gator fans anyways. But, yeah, there's not going to be very many Gators up there in Lexington this, this upcoming Saturday night. So I'm very excited to see how this game goes. We are playing very well, like you said. And I do think we'll end up coming out with a victory, but it's it's gonna be a dog fight in one way or another. Maybe a cat fight. Yeah, well, so I mean Kentucky, they beat Louisiana Monroe, of course, Tennessee Chattanooga, of course, but so they've beaten Missouri 35-28, so that was a close one. And then just beat South Carolina 16 to 10. So it's not like they're just murdering no. mid-level, mid to lower tier SEC teams. So I feel like you guys will be fine, but it like you said, man, things are always weird between Kentucky and Florida. So yep. It'll be interesting, and um, man, yeah, I hope I'm coming in next next week going, <laughs> welcome to the suck. Yeah, I, I know. I, I think you wish that every Did week. Did you see the SEC short on the basement? No. Oh, God, it was, I got to say, it was pretty funny. So, you know, they do these SEC shorts, and uh-huh. it was living in the basement, and it had uh-huh. all the teams that live in the basement, and it was Arkansas moving out, came and said, hey, we're, <laughs> we're moving out, and went through it, and then at the end it was... Florida State coming in saying, hey, I heard you got open bunk down there. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, I didn't see that. I wish yeah. I would have seen that. Yeah, that sounds man. good. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to Hilarious. Give it a old Google search. And gave, it, gave it a chuckle. Yeah. Aww. Like a real chuckle or just like a... <laughs> yeah, I like gave a, it a whatever, like a psychopath kind of, you know. Yep. Gave it a whatever, man. But yeah, man, um, 
so the Bullpups are in action tonight. we got homecoming tonight. We're recording on a Tuesday this week, and so hopefully we'll have a good update for you next week on them. So, so far this year, don't want to jinx it, middle school football and middle school volleyball, both undefeated so far. Nice. Kicking behind town. I'm telling you, man, that middle school volleyball team's sporty. I was there last week and watched them. We talked about it a little while back about, and I've actually talked to Coach Hufty a little bit about the volleyball program and what's going on, and it's just a matter of, man, we just can't seem to get everybody healthy at the same time. And like Coach Hufty said, if somebody's out, then somebody else is out of position, and then somebody, mm -hmm. you know, when you have that, it's just tough, he said, because those other teams will just exploit that one spot. And um, But I tell you, he's excited, and he should be, about this middle school group that's coming because Coach Laura Kinzel's been working with them in the off season. They're doing some travel volleyball Good with deal. her, and it is, it's pretty impressive. And we talked about I've always wondered, because we've never had those girls who just can set and spike and do all that at the high school level. We're doing that here at the middle school level, which is Starting them young. legit. And, man, and it's a good group of girls, too. I mean, like, legitimately, not athletically. They're just good girls. I really like them. I think they, they get along really well, which is a big part of it, and a real cohesive unit. And so very excited about what they're going to do going forward as they move over to the high school and everything. They won the JV tournament earlier this year. That's that right, had. they did, so, yeah. I mean, pretty impressive. But, yeah, man, we got Taylor County tonight for the Bullpups, and so look forward to that. And then, I don't know, man, rocking and rolling, Friday night in the doghouse. Always good to be at the doghouse. Yes, sir. Whether oh, I'm excited, man. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a show me game. You know what I mean? Yeah. This could this could kind of you've been make punching it, the mouth. Now, what do you do? How this do you could kind of make the season go one way or the other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get a win yeah. Friday night. You're feeling good going to Madison. You get a loss, and now you got a three game losing streak. As you then you got to go to the boot to, to play boot Madison. Hill, Woo. That's that's a tough challenge. Yeah. Tough I'm, challenge. I'm, I'm definitely I'm I definitely excited to see it. Next Friday on October the eighth, when we play Madison. <laughs> Your boy is giving the Bulldog breakfast speech. So, oh, you are? Yeah. Now, this, you've this, done that before, right? I have. What, what is, do you know what your record is? Like, as far as, like, when you talk to them, the team I know win or we lose? Won, well, I think both times. So, one time it was at a bowl game. We had, like, we didn't make the playoffs, so we were doing a bowl game, and we won the bowl game. And the other time, I think we were playing somebody that wasn't very good. And gotcha. so, this one, I don't know. This, this Two and O's. Well, this Friday night will determine my how my speech goes. Am oh, I going to go with motivation through, you know, uh, support or motivation through shame? How am I going to go? i got to go one way or the other with you guys. So I mean, not that you don't want to win a football game every Friday night, but just hearing that, yeah. you know, made me cringe a little where I'm like, I would I would have to get the dub if I was a, if I was a Bulldog. Yes. I don't, I don't want Hunter Abercrombie shaming no, me. No, you don't want me coming back, man. You don't want me coming back just going super sarcastic on you. It's not good. No, no sir. No, sir. You guys did some really good um, – the Bulldog Bash skits, man, right. those, those have always been the best. That's right. I always look forward to y'all's. Yeah, we retired, man. Frank retired, and I so I can't, like, people ask me But those me were the best. It. Those are, like, you guys stole the show every time. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, but I just can't do it without my boy, and so, you know, if he ever comes back, then maybe I'll consider a comeback, but, you know, until then, we don't. We're maybe, just going to. Maybe we might break some news. You never know. Coming out of retirement. You never know. You never know. But, yeah, man, look forward to seeing everybody Friday night. Um, make sure you're out there. Make sure you're making noise. We haven't mentioned that this week. We're going to mention it again. Come out and make some noise. And um, until then, man, it's go another dogs. time to say That's go right. dogs.